0: Good evening, good night, good morning, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Black Hundred. You know, I have lost, I was about to say I lost count as to which episode we're on. We're in action in episode number 26. Janina, the audio engineer, is always good <laughs> about getting the count right. As opposed to when we're on the other podcast, you know, the best, the Roger Federer of Tennis podcast. Reels doesn't just know how to count. I mean, like, it's crazy, but... <laughs>
1: It's just okay. one of those things.
0: It's just one of those things. It's why we keep Janina around, you know, because she's about she was about to get fired, but you know. <laughs> I mean <laughs> we gotta make those tough choices, you know, economically for COVID. But right. here we are for another exciting episode. And before I get any further, let me introduce my two co-hostesses with the most I am nothing without these ladies. First we have Professor Deb. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing well. It's great to be with you guys again.
0: Just to let you know, Deb has some house elves and they fixed up her kitchen. Just so you know, okay. So and she's gonna was- make us Deb
2: cauldron cakes. She, house- <laughs> she wishes she had some house elves to come unpack this stuff and put it back on the shelves. But
0: I'm gonna have you know- Hermione roll around. Let's call her Hermione and a <laughs> <laughs>
2: Little Levy Osa. <laughs>
0: And we have Janina from in, Ohio. How are you?
3: I'm scared.
0: <laughs> Why? Well, of the country, or just the background? I'm afraid
3: of the country. I'm afraid of the COVID. It's getting really, <laughs> really bad again. I'm about to. I'm about to put myself. down. I don't know how that's going to work out with my job, but I may just stop showing up.
0: Oh well, I, it might just be a good point where no one else is showing up, and you could just be in there by yourself.
3: It's healthcare. It doesn't work that way.
0: <laughs> 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 it is true. I walked to the hospital, while and be friends. I walked in the hospital for a while and my friends were still there, just like, they didn't even let us not come. We just had to be there at all times. And we <laughs> weren't even in like essential services. You know, like, we weren't even doing like, you know, checking temperatures or anything like that. They, we were just like in the medical records department. So it's mm-hmm. just like, it's mm-hmm. not at Hospitals don't
3: shut down, period. Not they don't, all.
0: because, not you know, I, I just saw medical records as just like some, you know, like paper hole. But they're like, no, no it's actually kind money. of like a big deal. Yeah, this <laughs> is where the money comes from. That They kept they kept always saying that, you know, like, this is the money we pay yeah. the hospital bill. I said, I don't see that in my paycheck, though. If we're that, I said, I that in place. <laughs> <That's laughs> <not reflected, huh? laughs>
3: so just, you know, funny story real quick about that. It's been crazy because COVID is going up and it's actually going through my office right now. So we've been incredibly short-staffed. And the other day, one of my coworkers comes to work and she is like, you know, I was sitting there at the table this morning with her husband, she says, and she she remembers that it's payday. And she looked at her bank account. She goes, that's it? That's all I got? I feel like I worked so much harder than this.
0: (laughs) I know. I know. I was like, yes. Have you ever played like so video hell. games? My paycheck feels that when you know, again, a paycheck you know don't have a job because of COVID. But my paycheck, getting looking at my bank account, always felt like when you're playing a video game and you get half a life, <laughs> you, you don't get a full one up. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, you, your health bar don't get replenished all the way up. You just get like a little. <laughs> it's like Ninja Turtle, back in the day, Nintendo had a Ninja Turtle video game. And they used to get like a half a pizza or like a quarter yeah, of a slice yeah, yeah, to yeah. get a little yes, replenished. You yes. had to get like a full, <laughs> a full pie in order to get like a full health oh. bar and an extra one up. But ooh, your paycheck always felt like a slice, uh, always. Uh, yeah. No good. We need to all win the lottery. One of us needs to share the wealth around. I'm, I'll but. I'll share.
3: I'm gonna so, rob. I'll, I'll rob Gringotts.
0: <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> Listen to me, let me just say, I know security protocol is going to be one bitch because of why not only did they break into green gods, but after Voldemort got on their ass for that, (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, there's going to be a dragon at every teller. (laughs) Like (laughs) they're going to sprinkle you with the thieves waterfall. They're like, look. We're taking no chances. Oh, man. In fact,
1: That's the truth.
0: this is going to be online banking. This is going to be the first <laughs> time to take now.
3: Online <laughs> banking at Gringotts.
0: We don't want you know, any scenes in here. <laughs> you know what's funny
3: is as I'm, you know, revisiting the series, and I think about like, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? And it keeps popping up into my head, like to use some kind of technology, but it didn't exist with these well, books. No, well, no,
0: it exists actually, but they're saying that it did, it couldn't work in there because remember, this is the '80s and '90s.
3: No. Yes, however, we did not all carry cell phones and, like, just text somebody. I mean, stuff like that.
0: Well, like, I that mean, wasn't, cool the way
3: whatever, of, that wasn't the way of life. That wasn't a part of our everyday norm. You know, all of that stuff was very new. And um, a lot of it, actually, probably when she was writing, especially initially, wasn't around. Some of it. I mean, there would have been no FaceTime calls or, you know, stuff like that. Right. And it, like, it, I have to check myself sometimes, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's not what the world was but, like then.
0: But also, I have to say that even though that that wasn't part of the world, I mean, like even like magic, like there was no no one ever used a locator spell. I was just like, like, <laughs> I, like I mean, so much of what you want, so, because so much of the book is finding something, right? Like you're looking for something, like yeah, a locator right. spell, right. perhaps. <laughs> But,
2: but, you know, when when you think about the ultimate things that they were looking for, like the the Horcruxes and what have you, that was why Voldemort put so much, you know, put so many protections around it. Mm -hmm. And I think he thought that they would be using more magic. Because when you think about how things were hidden and you think about the, the extent, you know, just think about the diary, for example. You know, just all the things he did to that diary. And, you know, even in terms of him putting part of himself into that diary, um, like, what did he say? It was like an echo of himself. Um, I mean, they did, you know, he used a lot of magic. And it goes back to what you're always saying, Reels. The only people using magic are the dark magicians.
0: (laughs) That's why Reels is really a dark wizard. We know this. But because they're treating magic like magic, right? Like, because everyone else seems to be treating it like, except Dumbledore, I think. I mean, Dumbledore has some sort of, like, very unique and, you know, like... But Dumbledore is, like, very theoretical. Like, he is... I mean, he's someone I think could fit into the real world, like, of academia, even though he wasn't really much of a teacher, right? (laughs) But you could see that he's, like, theoretical magic. And, like, the really smart people are doing theory. I would love to see what Hermione could probably do, right? I mean, in terms of theory, but you know, we get her as a child. But I do think sometimes I'm like, wow, if only I had magic, right?
2: Dumbledore Dumbledore is really like, um, you think about how difficult it is to be a really good administrator, even, you know, even better than he was as a teacher. Because I think he really was a good manager in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, he wasn't. Some of the things he did, it would be like, like, especially Defense Against the Dark Arts, but but maybe, you know, that was really kind of outside of his ability to change. But I think in a lot of ways, he managed very well. Um, You know, in terms of thinking, in terms of um, thinking strategically, he did a lot of that kind of thing very well. Um, It's just that, you know, trying to put those things in place was not totally up to him. He had to rely on other people and they were not at his level and well, uh, he had the, the people that, that he uh, had closest to his level were children
0: mm-hmm. um well i don't know if it's like well we will the thing about we don't know right because i i'm very fascinated to in terms of the conversation that he and mcgonagall probably would be having especially since they're doing some of the most complex magic in terms of right. transfiguration like what theoretical discussion you know um i think from the we got this impression from the chocolate card that dumbledore was like and even from the obituary that dumbledore was interested in dragon blood you know the uses of dragon blood um, alchemy like those are things that just like okay that's what yeah, i was interested in they were in.
2: definitely higher level they were definitely okay. higher level
0: but we we got no real sense of that at the school the school just seemed like a big crash in my mind that you know like when you think of like like the children never talk about making the world better. You know what I mean? Like Hermione, uh, Hermione does. Well, well, no, not in that sense. In terms of Hermione is thinking about social issues, and that is and that is very clear why it would be her, because she's the most vulnerable in this world as a human being, right? She's the most vulnerable person in the, in this world. Not only is she a not is she um muggle born. But, and she is also very smart, and you know how people hate ambitious women. But I think also, like, you never get the sense that these people are talking about, like, the world. Like, we kind of, like, see these people talking about the world and changing it in terms of a very weird way. Like, you see Percy, but he's talking about rules and regulation. You know, this kind of, like, very, you know, very restrictive kind of world. And, you know... I don't know, like, the, I guess the people who we see as being, thinking about magic on a theoretical level, there is always something kind of nefarious to it within the world, because Dumbledore is seen as being, we see Dumbledore as being good and like, oh, this is very impressive, but we we understand that the magical world see Dumbledore as being kind of crazy and kooky, kooky, and even when they don't see him that way, there are people who he, think he is like... Um, overly ambitious and overreaching and overstepping his bounds in terms of what it is he wants to do. But Aunt Dumbledore is also trying to create a uh, a magical ethics, right? That he's trying to create a world where ethics plays a part because, you know, that doesn't happen in school. No one ever says, well, the magic that you possess can actually do real harm and danger, no matter whatever you're making. But if you're turning a teacup into a mouse, that can be problematic depending on the setting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's all the thing. But a lot of it comes down to, you know, like people just being mischievous. And I don't know. It's kind of weird. But, you know, maybe it's too much for to get into that kind of weeds, weed, weedy stuff. Well, I
2: I hear I hear what you're saying and you would think that there would be some aspect of of that. But you but I also think that, you know, we kind of catch them in a pause between wars Mm -hmm. And you get people um, kind of like, oh, we just going to try to get normal again. You know what I mean? And so nobody's really kind of moving the needle forward. And then before we could, before you could even get to that, they're back in battle again. So I think that's part of it, too, is that we're basically the setting for what we're seeing is um, almost wartime as opposed to when people... And, of course, you know, usually in wartime, there are a lot of things that are invented, and people move from the theoretical to the practical. Right. I mean, that's how different new weapons get, get
0: brought the wall, in. The wire. Yeah, tanks.
2: yeah. But I think that, in this case, there's, they're mostly... And um, the, because there's so much in the defense mode, that you don't see a whole lot of inventiveness, so to speak.
0: But, but I do wonder about the... Uh, um, that you know that you mentioned the war because as we would read it, right, the war just doesn't seem to come down to being good versus evil because that's not how it's playing out in society. Um, yeah. Sibius says that, right, you know, the world isn't death eaters and non death eaters, so there is some sort of like philosophical and um philosophical rules and regulation at play here, but yet that's never really openly discussed. When it comes to people having this discussion, they all seem to be like Voldemort. And I, I akin to like how we, people talk about Trumpism. And it's just like, this isn't Trumpism, people. This thing has been in existence for a long time. Right. Dumbledore okay. and Trump are playing on st- um, longstanding um, feelings and emotions and um, policies. that hold people sort of go. And they're just taking it to the next level. If y'all are here talking this talk, let's really talk this talk then. You know, that's how Voldemort operates. operated. And as you can right. see, Dumbled, Voldemort isn't dealing with this day-to-day nonsense. He got no time to weed out um muggles because he decided to just like let me just kill everybody and just move on. Okay, I don't I don't have time for bureaucracy and paperwork. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm just-
2: remember, remember Voldemort was doing that kind of theoretical thinking when he was in high school. When he was when he was um at, when he was at hogwarts and that was how he came that was how he explored the horcruxes you know he took what slughorn told him and he had to you know kind of take that to another level so that kind of um what you describe that was missing it was not missing in the dark on on a, on a dark wizard like voldemort right. he had to put on his thinking cap and, and figure Snape. out how he was gonna do take that to the next level.
1: And Snape so he
2: seems was to been doing that, doing kind that, of that too. Yeah, Snape he
1: was
0: seems doing to that be doing that
2: kind of thinking.
0: Um, yeah, and I think Snape was doing that also because we can see that in the yes. in the notebook.
2: Yes, right. Yes.
0: That he was doing so, theoretical exactly. magic. Exactly. And I think um Lupin, I think, um confirmed this when he said "sectum sempera" was a mm-hmm. specialty of his.
2: Specialty. So he knew. Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm kinda of questioning who was he trying this on? Like, <laughs> like what was he using this spell on? Because we Well saw he may have not have been
2: using it on people. He may have experimented with it on creatures. Um, you know, um
0: grindy, who knows?
2: Probably or
0: whatever. You know what's funny? So today I was um <laughs> I was tutoring my cousin today. So I was talking about black pudding. So, he didn't have any idea that black pudding was actually like a sausage, right? So, Mm he said, it's made with blood. So, he's just like, what? What are you talking about? Like, this is insane. So, you know, YouTube is ever ubiquitous, so it can do it. So, he was like, they're using pig blood? And I am just like, I'm sorry, what kind of blood did you expect it to be? (laughs) (laughs) Like, 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 I mean, I would assume it's animal blood. Like, what would you say? You just say. You want to eat human? Human blood? We're going to make sausage? (laughs) Like, what do you think? (laughs) Hold up. Hold up. It's just so, I mean, hmm, I'm looking at my cousin very differently now. He's 11. So I'm like, hold (laughs) up. (laughs) Maybe we need to have an intervention here. But I, I do wonder. I mean, I've always thought that out. But I think um, when we were having a discussion in book six, Janina brought out something. And I think you shared it as you shared the same feeling. And I didn't recognize this, that when Dumbledore um, met the young um, Voldemort, when Voldemort mentioned my mother couldn't have been a witch because she wouldn't have let herself die. I thought it was just he was just expressing her weakness. You know, like you can probably Mm -hmm. put in like feminine, anti feminist, you know, ideas and trope and whatever, but I didn't realize that one can see this as the part where he's exploring um, immortality because he felt, and here he is theorizing about magic, was um, so immediately uh, theorizing about power, just that to have such a magic and and unique ability, one should use this to live longer. And it seems right. so weird that, you know, that other wizards are not even having this kind of discussion, you know, particularly around <clears> death. <throat> Seeing that, you know, that death in, in, in the magical world is very ambiguous. You have ghosts which are living amongst regular people, and you also have these portraits which can live on, that, that people who are alive live on in portraits. They, it's not like they're caught in a moment in time. They're they are existing in portrait content, um, contemporaneous tempt, is I'm using the word right? Yeah. It's contemporaneously, contemporaneous. right? Uh-huh. That they're existing in time in this in this moment, you know, we saw, and there's so many examples of this, so I thought it was very weird, you know, that maybe this is why people figure that I don't need to live on in life, you know what I mean? That my physical body doesn't need to be um, on earth, you know, because magical people live on for a very long time, but Voldemort was obsessed with power and maintaining power and all a lot of good stuff so we have i mean like have we had a lively discussion and we haven't even got into the i know right. i was just, I
2: was
1: just
0: this thinking about a wonderful
3: segue to get us back
0: to
1: right. you know, <laughs>
3: i was thinking double find a segue <laughs> i do no,
2: know but I, I really was you know thinking you know that because it really did kind of come out of the whole discussion we had about the ministry right. and the fact that what was going on at the ministry was independent in a lot of ways of Voldemort. I mean, Voldemort made, created the atmosphere for it to be acceptable, but he didn't need to tell people to be hateful or to, um, you know, start putting people in categories or trying to figure out who was, who was um, pure blood and who wasn't and who was a real wizard and who was He didn't have to do that. All he needed to do was to create an atmosphere where that was acceptable.
0: Um, Out in the open, I would say, because they were already feeling this Yeah, it was, it was,
2: it was, but it was kind of like, you know, you just don't do that in polite society, even though it's still undergirding. And so I think that that was what they, you saw in the ministry um, really played out. And, um, you know, they didn't have a lot of time to deal with that because they were running for their lives. But I think it was for the reader you know it was very clear that you know just the quote that you made about Sirius was very much in play there, which was you know the world is not just death eaters and 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 other and good mm-hmm.
1: people
0: on good people. but
2: um and other people it's really it's a lot more nuanced than that, and these people were happy to go along with some of the um some of the the harsher elements of of what Voldemort proposed,
0: because they, will benefit in. they, they will were benefiting.
2: Benefit. They were benefiting, and they could quickly start to move people, um, you know, out of the way, out of the picture. They could you know have power over other people. So that was what it was ultimately about. So they're running for their lives to get out of there, but it's still going on. Even even while they're on the lamb, it's that that's very much still going on in the ministry and in the wizarding world.
0: So, when we are in the forest, so the heroes can no longer go back to Grimold Place, they go missing out that soup de l'oignon from um,
1: <laughs> Creature.
2: Yeah. He, he had mixed them up, hadn't
0: he? Yeah, <laughs> he had no, they had an onion soup that was going to be ready and all, but let, let me just mm-hmm. see. I'm sorry. I mean, like the way they're describing these elves, I'm not so sure when I eat from these people, but that's a whole other conversation. I'm just simply saying, Creature always sounds to be, uh, says to be dirty. Okay. Well, oh, he gets co-
3: cleaned up. No, he cleans up after he gets the locket. They he washes his clothes, he yep. um washes his body. He's clean after he gets the locket and when he starts cooking for him, mm, they okay. say that specifically that even his ear hair is clean. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, creature. I'm being <laughs> judgy right now. <laughs> they go off into the forest. And I have to say that, you know, I, I was sort of very intrigued by this whole them being on the lamb, basically, because it was the first time you were seeing them outside of school, right? Where they're outside of school set, not well, actually, it's not the first time, where they're outside of parental and adult supervision. They're really on their own. So we're going to see how they can survive out in the world potentially. And they're they're of age. So technically in the wizarding world, they are adults. Mm-hmm. And again, Hermione to the rescue. Hermione Granger mm-hmm. to the rescue. You know, I don't want to berate this point, but I'm just simply saying these boys are so ill prepared for anything. <laughs> anything <laughs> I unless you're do not think that's
2: unusual.
0: Me either. Not at
1: all.
0: But this is like so messed up. And you know, what what I find it so interesting is that no one calls attention to that fact within the moment, right? That like, that Harry at one point says in the beginning of the book, you know, like how inadequate his magical education was. He couldn't even deal with a simple cut. And yeah. yet here he is out into the open world and whatever, and he isn't recognizing the all of these inadequacies that's up and up. And Hermione basically has a mobile library, right? And she's reading while I was on the line. But Harry and Ron, nope. Let's just fiddle our thumbs, pick our toenails, and just sit there. Um, you know, <laughs> and like.
3: Whine about being hungry. hungry you know <laughs> what I mean?
0: And look, listen, I can't tell you how much when Ron, when that portion about Ron whining about hungry, just get just get under my freaking nerves. I'm like, bitch, what the fuck did you expect? What's going to happen out here? Going but to? you
3: know what? It was even I know that not a lot of time passed that we know of in the book, but even when they hear um, Tonks' dad, Ted, and who is it? Grip-Hook? The Is that the Goblin that's with them? Yeah, and yeah. Dean? And they say yeah. Osseo Salmon? They never tried that even after that, but there was clearly <laughs> fish right there. They could have got it. But they never tried it. That nope. irritated me. <laughs> that really bothered me. I'm like, someone just told you how to get a decent meal and you still didn't try it. You're still picking mushrooms.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Right. That's the thing that I'm talking <laughs> about. Particularly like I, I don't even know, but but you know, but it's sort it, of experience, but it sort of deals with like their whole world, right? So Manny is bougie, and I say bougie, she's very much centrally middle class. I mean, Ron, being the, what, six of seven, is all, like, by himself. You know what I mean? He's, he doesn't know how to even butter bread by himself, right? You know, <laughs> I, I think about the fact that my nephew is, like, 14, going on 15. And every time I speak to my sister, my sister is saying to him, why are you looking like that? Are you hungry? Go do this. Go do that. At that age, my sister can cook, like, literally cook Sunday meal. And so could I. Yeah. And I was just like, I bet that boy doesn't even know how his stomach sounds if it grumbles. Like, if it's stomach grumbles, I say he thinks like it's an earthquake because he just doesn't <laughs> know what hunger is, like how to fend <laughs> for himself. Like, why are you doing it? Just leave the boy, just leave him alone. If he's hungry, I assure you, he will not die. Like, you know what I mean? Just like, but I think this is a situation like with Rich Ron has been, and we know Harry is an abused child and barely even saw the son. Uh, he probably like palest I mean, Well and he says you know he knows what it's like To be hungry this isn't new for
3: him He knows how to deal with it Emotionally
0: But he doesn't know how right. to fend for himself though They don't no, know how to
3: prepare. They sure no. the hell don't no, they Y'all don't. keep right. eating that they sketchy
0: don't. shit <laughs> And I, it was I, just...
3: they really, and, and part
2: of it is You know the fact Well I, I think in Ron's case You know being mm. where, where he is in the as I said last time you know where he is in the pecking order of the family he probably hasn't had to do much of that at all Mm-mm. and but um, and Harry has has learned to live with deprivation before so he kind of I think he just kind of goes into another kind of
3: uh, yeah he's like oh, oh I'm here I am again hungry yeah food so keep, keep on but, keeping on
2: right and I and that's why he's not bitching but Ron is not used to this.
3: That's so, the
0: one thing stable in his yeah. life
3: he always had
0: was a good meal.
3: If you him. think ha- about
0: it. Poor Harry. Yeah. Harry is like, Harry. body is like, hello, old friend, hunger. We haven't seen <laughs> you in a while.
2: <laughs> right, right, like, right. We're back We again. almost forgot <laughs> how
0: this works. So let's go to the motion. Let's conserve our energy. Let's keep quiet. We don't complain. Like, this is insane. Like, who would you complain right. to? But, you know, like, and one of the crazy, one of the interesting thing is that Harry grew up hungry in the suburbs, you know what I mean? Hunger is seemingly something often portrayed as an urban experience, right? And so he doesn't even, and urban children know how to fend for themselves somehow, whether they're, like, shoplifting, or, you know what I mean? Or, like, they, exactly. they go to a neighbor's house or something, you know what I mean? But Harry had none of that. Like, just none of that exists for Harry, for him. It's just like when you're hungry, these people just lock him up in a basically a cage and just like just eat. Uh, they, they would give him food, but it's just like, here's a peg of grapefruit. You know what I mean? Just like see what they you gave can do him with enough that.
3: food to make him want more. Well, that's even meaner than not giving you anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. It really is. And he never asked for more, though. That, I think he learned immediately not to. Um, I'm surprised I'm, I think Harry, in my mind, Harry has rickets. That's the way he does like <laughs> he does.
2: Well, remember he was he, one of the things that Dumbledore describes him when he when he says when Harry shows up when he when he comes to the school and he's undernourished, mm-hmm. and he is you know because he, he can see that he's not been cared for. and that's one of the things that um that that's one of the first things Dumbledore notices about him
1: mm-hmm.
2: is that he's been that he's undernourished. And that, you know, when he arrived at the school, that was the state he was in. So, yeah, I think he has been deprived and he's probably not as healthy until he got there to got to the school and, and got three square meals, you know. So I think by now it's just, you know, just memory that he knows how to cope when he mm-hmm. doesn't have a ready, ready food source.
0: But I train. think it's
2: interesting that once, when they're in the in the forest, um, and they they do overhear um, Dean and um, Grip Hook. Is it Grip Hook?
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and and um, was it?
0: There's another guy. Ted um, Tonks. Ted Tonks. No. Dirk, Dirk Cresswell, I think. That's it's right, Dirk Cresswell.
2: Right, and they're you know just the whole thing that they're they're kind of kind of finding out. What's been going on in their absence, and so they gotta they get a little bit of sense of what's going on. So even though they are far removed from the action, they manage to to find out a little bit of what's been happening in the Wizarding world, Mm -hmm. and they find out you know that just how much Harry is being sought.
0: But 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 it's it's the first time they're hearing the crazy what's happening in the crazy world and they're not in usually when they hear what's happening in the world at large they're in safety and comfort right they right, realize right. that they're in danger and they're literally in the danger zone anyway right, right. usually they're at school they're in a uh, they're in gremlin place or they're at the weasleys and uh, they're under protection like when harry was back at um he was mm-hmm. under the actual protection for the mother's spell and also the order was watching him. Um but that doesn't uh, that doesn't exist anymore. So the danger feels so close. That it, like, literally it was pressing against them <laughs> actually. Because right, the protection right. spell were literally holding up for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um and we saw immediately whenever this protection spell came down they were in trouble. But I felt really it was so weird for, for me. Um not even weird I should say it was so um, poignant for me that it was Dean of all of the school friends. It was Dean to be the one to be on the run. He's black, you know? So, and I, I don't know what, I, I guess we didn't meet too many other people. And here was somebody who was close to all of them. It was the same age. Um, Harry and Ron lived with Dean for like four, six years. Mm-hmm. And yet Dean was near a stranger. <laughs> we, You know what I mean? Like, they didn't feel any sense of like, I don't know, like it, it was just such a weird um, situation. You know what I mean? And Dean was on his own. Dean couldn't, um, I don't even know if Dean could go somewhere and hide. Like Seamus wasn't around. And it was, but no, Seamus but think, has to go I back to people, school. I,
2: I suspect that people were, um, you know, depending on when things went down, people kind of scattered. You know, and so mm-hmm. you don't have the group that you were hanging around with before. And um and I think, you know, probably Seamus has got a, a little bit more connection in the wizarding world than, than Dean has. I mean Dean does say, you know, his dad his dad left when he was a kid, but we don't know whether or not did? his Right, and we don't know he and but they he they suspect the dad was the was the wizard.
0: Yeah, but they don't know.
2: But they don't know, and we, you know, we don't know. Was his dad killed in the last of Voldemort, you know, war? Um, well, actually, but the, but the mother couldn't.
0: But the mother couldn't. Well, the impression I always got that the mother couldn't even identify. They said I'm, I'm. assuming that Dean's Dean, Dean mother and the sisters who she remarried—they're all Muggle. Right. Right. And that uh, whatever relationship she had with this man, he never said anything at that point and I think J.K. Rowling made some kind of assertion that the father was in fact a wizard and you know is killed in the first wizarding war but you know there is no way of tracing any of this because the woman is Dean's mother is removed from the magical world and right. no one, this wasn't like military where you like send a letter to uh, <laughs> you know what I mean like you send some to you know to um notify the widow or the next of kin so you have this situation, but I forgot that all wizarding families, that all school age children would, um, they had to volunteer. They had to show up to school. It was mandatory.
2: Yeah, yeah. So
0: Dean couldn't even go to Seamus's house to um hide, basically. But you know, it just all seemed. I I I thought I would have thought that more people would have, they would have encountered, but the snatchers. I think more people were in the In the forest and the snatchers were roaming about And I'm just like Well surely Roaming around England ain't the place Yeah, I got magic Ain't no way of hiding people with magic Like like, I am so confused Like a lot of the problems That I see cropping up in this magical world The solutions seem to be so human Like so non-magical human Let's run and hide in a forest Okay
2: Well, I mean, part of that was, you know, <laughs> was was because or, Hermione was the one basically making the decisions ab- about stuff like that and so, she she went with where she knew.
0: Well, I wasn't talking about Hermione really. I'm just talking about these these in people in general people being on oh, the run. Oh, general. Yeah, okay, because yeah. because clearly a lot of people are going into the forest because that's where the snatchers are. I mean, right, right. it seemed to me like I mean, Hagrid is putting me out to shame. A giant is hiding in the mountain they <laughs> giant, A giant and a half giant. And they are getting... And no one has caught them yet. I'm just saying, magical people, get your shit together. Get it together. Because, I mean, two mountains are hiding in plain, you know, where you can't hide in a mountain. And y'all are running around in the forest and y'all are getting caught. I mean, come on, people. We're not well, doing this and right that,
2: and Well, you know, it's interesting because... At this, if we if if you think about, you know, they probably don't have a lot of options. You know, I mean, everybody knows where, because you're a wizarding, you know, there are not that many wizarding families. Everybody basically knows where you are, so you know, you don't have a lot of options for hiding. Now, you know, Hagrid has a relationship with the giants and so he he basically is going to a place where you know he he figures he can hold his own but most of these people don't have a i don't think they know of a lot of options but um you know that but i do think it's interesting that you're supposed to be magical but you basically can't keep yourself can't keep yourself safe mm-hmm. um sort of like american exceptionalism
0: i'm just saying go abroad <laughs> oh, oh go abroad <laughs> I mean, you know, shit ain't going yeah. on in France. There isn't a French version of Voldemort, clearly. I mean, right. one of the reasons. is
2: there somebody I mean? at Beauxbatons
0: who'll take that? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, because, I mean, we, we do have this sort of, I mean, like, uh, there is historical reference, right? I mean, when mm-hmm. Nazism was going on, I mean, at some point, not, not at the beginning, Europe and America sat taking people. But, you know, maybe maybe we're at that stage. Where they're like, yeah, we don't want you out. Nope, we don't want your problems. <laughs> you know, you know, it's right, like right. maybe and maybe the the sentiment because you got that sense from Beaubaton and um, what's the other place called? Domstrand. That, that they didn't that they didn't seem to be dealing with um, muggle bonds. But you didn't get <laughs> impression. We will take villas, but we won't take muggle bonds. <laughs> you just right, got that. sense. Right. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I would say that you know that if they weren't taking um thing though you know because you saw how very quickly madame maxine was just like oh i am not a giant how dare you like girl right, right. girl i'm
2: big boned
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're wearing you know, size the, 17 the other shoes, thing that's girl. interesting
2: about this scene in the forest is that's where we begin to realize um remember that um they they realize that the horcrux is not a passive object um, that yes. they are taking, they are picking up vibes. Uh, whoever is is holding on to it or wearing it is being changed. You know, well, their mood is being altered. Their, um, you know, every that 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 the Horcrux is having an effect um, well, they, on the person who has it.
0: Well, I'm surprised that that they didn't pick up on that immediately because they had dealt with the diary, particularly right? Harry. The diary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think, and it was one of those things I think come up in 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 um, book five. How quickly Harry forgets, because Ginny had to have been like, "Boo, I have been possessed by Voldemort. Right. I know how these right. things work." Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, he does. He just doesn't seem to be picking up on. You know, they just don't. But but I guess you know they're all in a stack mode. You know what I mean? That I guess. <laughs> this, but you know, Harry, he, he and, out You out in know, the forest, ha- sort of like you have to deal with your feelings and emotions and all of those issues and no one can, I can just imagine the kind of adults that they're having, you know what I mean? Her mind is giving up her whole life to go follow these two idiot boys, and she's just like, Jesus Christ, maybe I should be a lesbian. This is just insanity, because, you know, <laughs> these boys are helpless. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ron is hungry all the time, you know what I mean? And he's just like, I thought Harry had a plan. Sir, have you met Harry Potter? How's a right. plan? Right. Like, right, like, when? When? Like,
1: but, when y'all and, but were it,
0: 11, y'all jumped down in a hole and, <laughs> and exactly. figure it all at every door. You literally singing it all at every single door. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know what you're talking about. Remember when Harry took you into a forest with spiders? Like, he took you in and let's go follow the spiders. And you were like, bitch, I don't do spiders. I don't do spiders. Spiders small, and I certainly ain't doing spiders that I talking." So... <laughs> Like remember that Ron? So like I thought you had a I thought you had a plan mate. And literally, you people ran out of um ran from the wedding. Like every time, every hiding place that you've had, you know, you've never been able to settle into a hiding place except the forest, right? Like you couldn't stay at the wedding because that's where you were you're planning on staying for a while. Grandma placed so you had to run from there. And I'm just like, Boo, Harry, plan. Mm-mm. Wrong buddy, wrong person. Like you, like you you don't know your friend.
2: Well, he so, thought, I think he he says that he thought that Dumbledore would have given him more um expectations. He says, you know, we thought we thought Dumbledore had told you what to do. That that it wasn't that he thought Harry had devised a plan. He thought that Dumbledore, he thought that all those meetings that Harry was having with Dumbledore, that Dumbledore was giving him the kind of instruction. That he would need to um, to do this. But, but, but you know, but, of course he's not thinking that Harry and Dumbledore's plan, whatever interaction was, you know, rudely interrupted.
0: By and Harry told death. him everything. And Harry told him yeah. everything that happened at the, at the meetings. So I'm just exactly. like, look, listen to me. I wanted to jump through this book so many times and just kick, just a flying <laughs> kicking around. Just kick wow. him. Because I'm just like, just stop. Just stop. Mm-hmm. And my favorite part was when um, Hermione is um, explaining the, the is it the Gomp, I think it is called? The Gomp Law of Elemental Magic. I'm like, girl, you see, this is why I'm getting annoyed. This is like basic magical understanding, right? These are the rules of magic itself, right? And mm-hmm. these idiots don't know what you're talking about. See? <laughs> <laughs> That, this is one of the part I just like, I can't. Hermione, pack your shit up and go to Australia. Leave these bitches to themselves. Leave them alone because they are a hindrance. They're not a help. Because- but she
3: knows again, she knows this stuff. And even she goes and she steals the eggs or whatever and she makes breakfast. Save an egg. You know that you can multiply it. Save a fucking egg, <laughs> so you're <they're> not starving. <laughs> it's like there's so many ways they could have done better, and they just don't. Well, I mean, I think that part of it is part of
2: it is you know choices in terms of plot device, but sure. also part of it is a part of another part of it is when you're a teenager, you're short sighted.
3: You are. You are.
2: You are short sighted. You are not thinking about. The next you're thinking about getting full right now
3: mm-hmm. you're not
2: thinking about oh what are we going to do for the next meal you just aren't that is part of being a teenager
3: it and is they just you in, that- unless your name is micah but um because <laughs> <laughs> i have to live with yes, one I, that I, goes I, what I are we eating tomorrow <laughs> What we're eating right now <laughs> Yes. and I I had a teenager like that, too.
2: (laughs) But I think for most teenagers, you know, it is really like right. We're definitely living in the moment.
0: My mother says, my mother calls it." my mother says, feast today and famine tomorrow. Huh? That's what we're doing.
2: Uh (laughs) That's what we're doing. That's exactly what we're doing. And I think that, um, you know, Ron gives into that whole, that whole emotional, feeling that he has and i think part of it is you know i don't think ron is the most is portrayed as the most um that a person who has the ability to be totally in touch with his feelings and express them but
0: and if she said he's a he's a um he has the emotional of a teaspoon, a teaspoon. Uh, yeah yeah <laughs>
2: So I think that well, you're going to marry
0: him, girl. I mean, you see, so then I don't know. So when you when when you're in the middle or when you have the fourth child and you're stressing how he don't do shit and you come home and meet him <laughs> on the couch, house full of dishes, shit, all the children are swinging from a chandelier. You can't complain. You can't be mad at this man because you know what you picked up. You know, you went to the bottom of the barrel and picked up the most mangiest unhelpful man a oh dust mom <laughs> same I'm just saying I mean because you know sometimes when you, I'm just saying sometimes you look at a relationship and you're just like girl what did you expect what what part of that you saw was gonna be you know what I mean but I know you like what you like but you know yeah. what I mean
2: yeah you, and I, I, mean, I think that in, in a lot of ways um um, Hermione, I think Hermione was, she had a little bit of the, the what she accused Harry of having in terms of saving people thing um, herself. And I I, th- I think there was a, probably Hermione was as much in love with, with Ron's family as she was in love with Ron. And, and the fact that Ron was totally immersed in Wizarding World culture. Um, I think that was part of the attraction, too. Um, oh,
0: interesting.
2: Yeah, I, I think so. I, 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 just I mean, it's like, to... it's like when I, when I first, when I read um, um, Barack Obama's first book, Dreams of My Father, and mm-hmm. I thought he fell in love with Michelle's family as much, and you know, as, as he fell in love with Michelle. As he was immersed in a black culture that had eluded him for a long time. And he had bits and pieces of it. You know the the boys he hung out with, you know, who from the military base and things like that. But he, when he went and he fell on, when he met Michelle and her family, that that multi generational, you know, real black working class family. I think he fell in love with the rhythms of that family, and I think Hermione fell in love with the rhythms of the. You know, she was obviously very she was close to Jenny, mm-hmm. um, and I think she just there was something about that whole family dynamic that appealed to um Intellectual
0: pursuit of the older brothers, you know, the fun, rambunctious magic. Yeah, she she, she, it, even, it, she it, even enjoyed um, Ron and, um, not Ron, what's his name? Um, Fred and George. Fred and she just, George. Like, yeah. They she can really yeah, she do she magic. It hit all
2: the buttons. Yeah. It hit all the buttons of the things that she didn't have. And, and she's and, an only um, child, too. Yeah. That, and, yeah. And I think she, I think that she, I think that, that was that was a comfort for her to be a part of that kind of boisterous, big family like that and, and i you know and i think that was part of his appeal to her because i think he she genuinely was... loved him but i think part of the appeal was all of that that he came from
1: mm-hmm.
0: one of the interesting things i noticed is that she never mentions well maybe this might be jk Rowling. this is all about, this is one of the reasons why i speak about hermione being like an ex ex-dus machina like you know she's just there to fill a hole because she never describes, you know, what was her life before. You know what I mean? She was totally right, right. destined for a life within the muggle world, right? She was she was going to a school. She was friend. And as soon as she got that letter, she was just like, oh, can we go right now? We need to go right, right. now. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, like she just oh, seemed we, like. We know
2: I, her parents are professional people. Right. And, you know, so, you know, you, you make some um, suppositions about that. But we really don't know. We don't know her, and apart from the day she appears as part of the Wizarding World, and so. But you do get a sense that she either. she loves every bit of it. She tries to she tries to absorb it all by reading about it um, <coughs> beyond what's required, and that's what makes me think that all of that would have been attractive to her.
0: And also, I, I guess she's also liking the quote unquote poverty. Because she goes on Christmas vacation, okay? Mm-hmm. They go skiing in France. Just right. saying, they got money. <laughs> they got well,
3: money. Well, <laughs> I don't think it's that she likes the poverty. No, she... not the poverty,
0: but I, I mean that like they're homely. Because, I mean, usually Christmas is family. You have to enjoy like yourself family. and
3: be a family. That's what she likes.
0: You know, I mean, like Christmas brings a bunch of family together. You yeah. know what I mean? Like aunts and uncles and whatever. They're going off to like, you know, vacations here and there. You know, right. constantly. But you know, but you know, the, the Weasleys, they bring people come over for Christmas, they're all there. Like she and she was that, Grim, she was that Grim place early, right? <laughs> she was there yeah. before. Yeah, yeah Harry. she got to hang
3: out and see all the things.
0: Right. So she gets to to do that. And it's interesting. So there one of the things that you know sort of overlooked that they really tried to destroy the whole and they realized that they couldn't. They even use Avada cadaver. And it doesn't work on the whole so this is one of the reasons they have to, you know, shellac around with this thing all over the place, and they're dealing with, you know, it's like you 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 understand like what is the next move, because mm-hmm. in the beginning this was all set up like a quest, and this this quest wasn't <clears throat> happening. The quest has sort of broken down, and they're trying to investigate different places as to where they imagine Voldemort would be, and I think at one point they even got to Albania. I think they even went to Albania. Um, they tried to find out where the orphanage was. And though Harry is just like, you know, Harry's like me when it comes to food choices. I know what I don't want, but I don't know what I want. <laughs> 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 so he's just like, I know this ain't the place. I know that's not the place. Then, bro, <laughs> like, where can we go? You know what I mean? <laughs> so there's a whole bunch of, but you know, I, I guess one of the things I thought of, we, we talked around this sort of when. The, is that this is the first time they're on their own by themselves, right? They have to deal with each other, right? There's no distraction. There is no different class schedule. There is no Quidditch. There is no, you know, like other people to even talk to. Right. You know, Neville. They have to it's like it's like parents in COVID now have to realize I might not like my child. You know, like <laughs> <I might laughs> totally enjoy all of my child. You know what I mean? And I think oh, this is my. what they see. It's just like we need breaks from each other, and there is no way... It's like they live in a studio apartment. Three people live in a studio apartment. That's problems because a studio isn't even big enough for one person. So they, and they really it. can't,
2: and they have to put protections around them, so they can't go off. They can't they, really go far,
0: exactly. You know,
2: to 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 get some, you know, to make some space, because they have to keep these protections around. You know, their and area, so
0: and they don't know whether really the protections are working. Yeah, yeah. They have to be tested, and they don't know, per se, if it works at all. So we then get the big fight where Ron right. and, you know, Harry have their little tiff going.
3: Did you feel sad for Harry when that happened?
0: But, it, it, you know, I'm already a salty with Harry when Harry treated um, Lupin. So... I was like, of course this asshole was gonna be. But I under <laughs> but but you know what? But but in many ways, in many ways at in this instant, I was like Harry. I was like, uh-uh, you, I'm this way. If if if, if I if my, my friends and I got into some kind of argument, I am so adamant. If I know I wasn't wrong, I don't give a shit. I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> I don't care. If I know I wasn't wrong, if I cleared my conscience and I said, if I was wrong, I would say, okay, I was wrong, you know. You know, maybe time would cool, and whatever the case may be. But if I know I to do anything wrong, nope, I ain't saying shit. Nope, and I, I I agree with Harry here because I really thought Ron was doing too much. You know, what I mean, like, i know, really understood what was going on here. But you know, I know everyone is trying to blame the whole crux and all of that. But you know what, boo, that's you. It's all you.
3: <laughs> I just, you know, when when Harry's like. I notice the whispers that stop when I come around and the looks and I don't know that I, I think it was just one more piece to remind us that Harry is
0: alone. I do too. Well, I don't know if it's alone. I, I just think he perceived because technically once Harry got into the magical world, he's never alone. You know what I mean? I mean, but, like but, has, Harry, but they...
2: Harry has not learned oh, how that. Harry doesn't have a skill had, has not developed the skill of really fully immersing himself. remember they had to they had to convince him that they should come with him right So he really has he I think that you know his socialization his ability to totally he wants to be with people. He wants to have friends. He feels, he knows that he needs them, but there is something that there is something inside of him that won't let him give over to it. Totally. It's almost like he feels well, he like doesn't he trust. Little,
3: exactly. He doesn't know how to he trust totally fully
2: trust. He doesn't fully know exactly. And that's perfectly understandable given his backstory. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that that is, that is very realistically portrayed. Um, that he feels, that he's going to always feel, at any provocation, an outsider. Yep.
0: But he's, um, well, I, and he's an abused child. You know, so he's damaged. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Which so is, is that exactly
3: abuse. why he is the way he is. Yeah. That's yeah. why he doesn't trust.
2: That's why he, and that's why he has a hard time trusting. And that people have to convince him to, that they are totally in his corner. Because he's always expecting to be abandoned.
3: Yep. And then what happens? His supposed best friend in the entire world walks out on him.
0: But but you know but this is something I think I often say we need to teach children conflict resolution because half of this mess that these two are going through, y'all could have a little nice talk about these issues (laughs) while y'all were there. You know what I mean? (laughs) But they, but that's
2: just... not. A, that's not what teenagers do. Yeah, exactly. They teenage don't have the language.
0: They don't that's have not the language.
2: Boys do. But and remember this. We you know this is an echo of what happened after Harry's name came out of the goblet. hmm This is an echo
3: of that. Run,
0: remember screw we'll, you. We'll, oh, that pisses me off so much. I, you, you see, was that. They had a
2: similar falling out after that. And it was a, it was similar in that, you know, it was kind of standoff and nobody trusted, you know, everybody was t- in their own corners and everybody felt betrayed. And it was a very similar kind of thing. Now, you know, but in many ways, you could say this this episode is much more life and death, although, you know, the dragon like
0: was, back then might beg to
2: differ. <laughs> the dragon might like to have a word. <laughs> But um, <laughs> that, this, this is an echo of that same falling out that they had after um, after Harry's name came out of the goblet. So I think that um, as close as they are, um, there, there, you know, there is something because of the, mostly I think because of Harry. To me, because of his inability to totally trust. Um, that when they get into these modes, it you know it is it's really going to be that tension between them. And I think is a, there's a line in the book here where it says Harry felt a corrosive hatred toward Ron. Something had broken between them. And that is something that they have to that they have to fix.
0: They need a therapist. They do I, again. <laughs> oh, I agree. I mean- with you. I mean, yep. I mean, and and without all of the mumble jumble, when I say mumble jumble, I mean, you know, Voldemort and all of that mm-hmm. drama, right? If we take that, That's right. the recent history, Harry has trauma. That he or, has trauma. He has trauma. Ron has trauma. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's dealing with the expectation and six siblings who he secretly thinks hate them all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs>
1: right. they're all
0: perfect. They're doing it. You know, like, he has, yep. like, you know, just to say, you know, like, it's just like, and trust me, these things do not get resolved in adulthood, okay? Sibling rivalry, uh, perceived sibling rivalry right, continues right. into adulthood. And when I say we have petunias, even, you know I mean, like, example for that, you know exactly. what I mean? And, exactly. And in my real life, I'm dealing with someone that messed with my brother, and I'm just like, bro, seriously? We're going huh. My my sister uh-huh. sent me, my sister and my mother sent us like, you know, like candy from Caribbean candy. And he's just like, his package is bigger than mine. Bro, <laughs> you, you just gone past that. Like, I was like, like, there is no kissing contest. We're adults. We're not like newly adults. We're like full grown adults. That man complained to my sister. He complained to my mother, or mother, and then he called <laughs> me and complained about it. Yeah. I was like, "Jesus Christ!" And he okay. didn't even want it, and that was the crazy thing. It's not something he likes. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, but I better have the biggest piece, damn. Exactly, you should have the exactly. biggest piece. So you know, just you, you. So this is something I think you know, and it's funny that this book doesn't. Um, it's one of these things. I don't know, Deb. Th- does children literature? deal with therapy
2: like a new one not not that often not that often do you find that um unless that's the point of the story is to deal with um somebody who is inner who is having um who is going through an experience of working with a mental health professional very seldom um do you find it as a um, part of the story and but you have lots of... Most of the children's books deal with trauma. Mm-hmm. They mostly deal with but trauma. No but no seldom do been. you see people um, talking to... Occasionally, you'll see somebody doing that. Maybe somebody has been sent. They've lost a parent. They've lost... You know, something like that. You might see something where that's where they're sent. But it's usually... It's usually not. It's usually kids having to work through their own trauma.
0: True. Through, through some specific task right it's always right. a task they complete right. and, and this this is one of the things I hate about this book you know what I mean and in the end as we saw after the trauma Harry took a nap get some sleep or some chocolate those are the options those right. are the options right. sleep or chocolate <clears throat> um but I, I would say and it's funny I and mean, then the flip side is that so often in like in mainstream media like in on television therapy for kids is seen as something crazy. Um, It's one of the things that Voldemort says in the beginning, right? That you are you a doctor? No, 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 no. no. She's the one who needs to be looked at.
2: Yes, they want me looked at.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They tried. They tried with Voldemort. Let let us not pretend that they didn't try.
2: They did try. They did try.
0: I mean, Um, but I think what they were trying to do was, you know, probably get him committed. (laughs) They weren't trying for healing. No. They were looking for cause. To incarcerate him, you know what I mean? Like, to just get him off their hands. But I think when the, the, the... I understood what was happening with Harry. For me, in that moment, I understood that they, they were all going through some stuff. And we had I think we had read enough about them to know that this was true. But, but you know, I've, in this moment, I mostly felt for Hermione. Because here she is, dealing with... She has to be the referee. And what happens every single time when these two make back up, they're like, fuck this girl. Move Mm -hmm. to the side. The friendship is, you know know what I mean? That pisses me off so much. That so many times whenever they have the little tiff, Hermione is there trying to get them together. And as soon as they get there, Hermione, you don't understand Quidditch. The fuck I don't. But y'all were here bickering like some old grannies and kind of stab each other. I saved your lives. Um, No, Hermione. This is boy talk now. I, that just, I mean, I guess this is how teenagers behave. But, you know, uh, I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Was I a teenager? Because I don't think this is me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I missed out. <laughs> I mean, I missed out on this mess. Because I—it was those moments sort of really annoyed me. But I understood that they needed a break from each other. But they just couldn't, as you could see, taking a break from each other was literally that. And sometimes when you break something, you can't always put it back together immediately. Um, I hope they found that before the epilogue, though. Just saying.
2: But I think it was interesting that um, when when Ron does leave, they they find themselves not talking to each other. Um, you know, I, I think at one point they say that there were these long silences. They were spending many evenings in near silence, and I think that. There was some some role that there was a role, of course, that we know that Ron that Ron played, and I think that is lets you know that they are a unit, and each one of them was an important part to play in that. And when Ron was gone, it made a difference. It wasn't just that oh we can you know we'll just keep going as though nothing has happened. I didn't and
1: see it, it like wasn't that.
2: Just, Interesting. Wasn't I'm i it wasn't just because of you know Hermione and Ron's relationship. It was really you know it was a hole. There was a hole there when Ron was gone.
3: Hmm. I I mean I I definitely agree with you. There was a hole. I never considered that Ron was the conversation starter or the one that like. No, I don't think. He was, it, <laughs> I don't, no, that's
2: not what I mean. I mean, I mean that. those silences were not about needing Ron to do the conversation those silences were about the fact that there was a missing part.
3: I thought it was about um, Hermione was heartbroken that he was gone but her loyalty was with Harry in that moment but she didn't know how to talk to Harry about that. I really didn't feel like it was that Ron was missing. I felt like it was that they were both hurting because he was gone, but they didn't know how to talk to each other about it. Like, they didn't know if it yeah. was okay Well, well
0: I mean, I mean if, if we can apply, I mean, I think you, both of you are hitting the nail in the head. And I would add something else to the conversation here. One, I would say that it is true there is a part that is going on here. Um, it, It's like a trio that it, it doesn't work unless the three pieces are there, right? The unit doesn't work unless mm-hmm. they're all there. I mean, they're both hurting and whatever the case may be. And Hermione is looking at the bigger picture here, right? And I think in a moment that always happens for Hermione is that she always has to sacrifice self, right? She has to put her needs to the side for the bigger picture. And part of that bigger picture is the continuation of whatever Harry is doing, right? Whatever her instincts are pushed in the back. She didn't want to go to the ministry. You know, she keeps telling him about, you know, like, Um, Voldemort and all of this thing and you know like she was suspicious about the book and everything but whenever they come together they gang up on her and in this particular uh, moment it's very personal because Ron is not just her friend Ron is her boyfriend right Mm -hmm. and he is Mm -hmm. that emotional um, stability and that emotional bomb for her but one thing I think we don't we don't really we've never really explored is how these three children have not have individual lives in school or by themselves without there there's it's a life that's built around each other. You know well, what Hermione
3: I mean? Has. Well, well, Hermione Herm- does.
0: Well, Hermione has an independent life, but it's funny enough that we never see that. We, right. we, we, we right. are No, we but we do know that
3: it happens. No,
0: we understood that it exists. Whereas right?
3: Ron and Harry take every class together always. Right, They're but, always but
0: we always follow them, right? right. But but right. It, right. We, right. we didn't even know Hermione took runes. We didn't even know runes was a whole different language, right? Until it oh, becomes. I, mean, I no, think at we, some point we knew she took runes. No, and we didn't. I think maybe mm-hmm. hmm, it's probably mentioned. Well, on that, a that that year, that year,
2: when she was doing
3: when the time she dropped- her and. She- yeah, when she dropped out of Trelawny, or Lula. what's her name? Trelawny, Trelawny
2: class.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean a Which free period? Dropped... <laughs> when she dropped that free period because <laughs> <that>
2: she wanted <laughs> <Right. laughs> right. right. to she she no right. waste her time. We, we
3: don't focus on her journey. We when never right. go with her anyway. anyway.
1: Stuff. Right. right. Well, well. Me. I mean, the, we we never it's never her story. The book is Harry Potter.
0: We never
2: that. We carries us. But, but it's you told see this, but
0: this right. But this this interesting thing about this story, and one of the interesting thing is that though this though this is told that what is that plays a larger there's a larger implication for everything, right? That we realize that Harry is the accidental protagonist, right? If we learn mm-hmm. nothing else, that you know and, what I mean. And like, there are
2: times we know that Harry is an unreliable narrator. True that we're seeing I remember once being at a at a, at a Harry Potter conference and the um le- the the guy giving the lecture said now really how reliable he was talking about the first couple of books how reliable is a 12-year-old boy <laughs> You know so. how re- how reliable is a teenage boy to give you the insight you need to totally understand what's going on in the world?
3: Anything <laughs> exactly. Well,
2: and, and that's so funny I mean, because... so th- that we we know that with the with the whole incident with Snape, um, mm-hmm. that everything we see we see through Harry's eyes.
0: Well, that, I think that's one of the trick about this book, right? Is that yeah. we are told yeah. from a third person narrative. But it's very clear that the the narrator, it's very sympathetic, and it's it's very sympathetic. And sometimes you can't tell whether this person's Harry or a third person who knows everything. Right? Right, right.
2: But the the third person narrator is seeing it through Harry's eyes. Is seeing it, you know, from, like, looking over, standing on Harry's
0: shoulder. Right. The, The third person is very much interested in Harry and Harry's right. journey and so following we have the, Harry around uh, following Harry but but we know that Harry is only merely accidental to this to the whole plot really though so he's central that he can be central adjacent really because mm-hmm. it, it's really just this one man obsession with Harry the problem of this the, the problem that the magical world is facing had been set up before Harry existed right he yes. was creating whole practices, he was looking to dominate, take over the world, and that is a problem that has to be taken care of. But what I find is just that so we, we often get so I, I think for Hermione, in Hermione's situation here, I find that so often like she's supposed to be I think I would have liked to know more. that, that the mm-hmm. courtesy that would it the that for how much she plays out in this whole situation, and just little things like you know what I'm saying. Just the knowledge, just the quick thinking. Everyone says somebody is. We, we know we point out to Harry being the reactor, but when the fight breaks out, it is this home girl who's getting shit done. It's she who knows. Yeah,
2: the I mean, magic. and that's why when Sirius says to her, "You are, you really are the brightest witch of your age." <laughs> You know, everybody knows that that is that that's where that's the person not only who has the knowledge, she's also knows how to apply it.
0: But we should see how this all turns out in the end. How much time do we have, Janina, so we can get into?
2: Well, I think we're going to need to to do a little bit of dig of a really close examination when we get to Godric's Hollow.
0: Oh, but. Well, Deb is basically oh, sure. saying Janina that we don't get to go to Godric Hollow just yet.
3: No, that's fine. I, we can we can wrap up and and next time pick up and do a deep
0: dive.
2: I I really think Godric's Hollow and it's that whole stuff. episode I love there, that. and and I think that really requires some talk, careful talk about
0: discussion. trauma. Talk about trauma. Yes,
2: yes, yes, totally. Really? Yes, well, but I also mm-hmm. think that. Um, you know, one of the things before we before it, it, we go into Godric Hallow is is you do get a sense of as as they're moving from place to place, and you know how they don't want to leave, even though they know they have to stay, keep going. They can't stay in one place. They have to keep going. They're so worried. They know that Rom won't be able to find them once they you know change their location, put their protections on, and his his. The fact that his absence is a major issue for them, and um, you know, I think that was that was nicely played out there in the in the and towards the end and the beginning of the next chapter.
0: But what I should say, what is funny is that as we're discussing it, it doesn't feel like the book is meandering, but when you're reading the book, it's like you're, the book is meandering. I remember
3: <laughs> feeling like this is so slow the first time, but I think that um it's because you want to know what happens right you you know that there's right. some action coming somewhere it's always pending always throughout this whole book up until the very end there's almost always something to remind you that there's going to be some action and I remember thinking on the very first read, like, oh, my God, can this, this is going on too long. This moving from place to place and hiding and being in the forest. And I remember thinking, like, when when they are in the tent in um, Hook and Dean and um, Tonks, Ted Tonks are there, like, okay, now, now we're going to do something. But no, they... They move on, you know, and it's just like it's still some time. It feels so incredibly slow, but it really is jammed packed with good information. I, yeah, I think and what everything, was happening...
2: everything matters, um, even though it feels like they're meandering. Everything matters. Ultimately. Everything.
0: I got this sense as I was reading it, and particularly in subsequent rereading of the book, is that Rowling is trying to work out a lot of things here. And I think she got lost with, there were things that she felt that she absolutely had to put in, but she was struggling with how to play this all out. And it was easier, and I think she has been struggling with that from the f- from the fifth, sixth, and seventh book, right? She was struggling in many ways. In the fifth book, we definitely got a lot of things were well, meandering all about, right? That book felt like, you know, like the movie did a better job at dealing with a lot of issues that she could have dealt with. You know what I mean? We didn't need a chapter for every magical degree <laughs> decree. You know what I mean? An educational decree. And in the sixth book, everything felt like it was going so quickly. It's moving from one drama to the next yeah. drama. We found a whole crux. And we were just like, we can't breathe. Sectumsempra, We try to kill Malfoy. We're in the cave. <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, girl. Like, t- Dumbledore dies. What? What? And the book ends, like, you know, there's so much going on at every single moment we're seeing, you know, like, and, and I think that's why we kind of love book six so much, because it felt like nothing was like you, you didn't have a spare moment to sort of mm-hmm, breeze, right. you know, you were in, you were in the shack, you were in, what, we're talking about Hulk, Ho- this man did what? He did, like, whoa, 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 because I I know when we found out about the Hulk rocks exist, and I was like, oh, shit. We should that makes sense, right? Like that really was what the book was, right? We didn't even and I mean the book said it, right. The diary said exactly that. But in book seven, I think she's really struggling as to whether she wanted to be so. you know what I mean? So I could see that there was I think if she has to redo, if she has a chance to if she could have, you know, and who knows it you or know, the deadline and you know, at this point when when book seven is coming out, she's like a mega millionaire and you know like the publishers are like girl bring this book you know what i mean she 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 doesn't have any anonymity to go into recluse and you know really write this book she's facing all kind of deadlines and the books out of feels rushed in many ways and i think she's i would say that you know though we get information (laughs) details here you think
3: book seven is rushed
0: no, I, I, don't I feel think, like book seven is rushed. I don't know if it's, it's not rushed, but I think it could have been. It was poorly, it was poorly constructed, in many ways. As a highlight, we can pull it out and say, yes, these things were, these things were interesting. But in many ways, as it's laid out, because you're, you're saying you're in the book, reading the book, and you feel everything is meandering. Even the movie didn't even know how to play this part out correctly. Because it felt like so much was sort of like just sitting there. But what was happening was that because this book, what 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 we did, what we have been describing here for the last hour or so with the children, was the emotional trauma that they never dealt with for the first six books. They're dealing with themselves, and they're outside of school. You know what I mean? They have to now deal with all of their demons, basically. I and mean, meanwhile, there's a demon chasing them. So. I think she didn't know how to play that out properly. Well, play that out well. So we as readers who are already invested in this book, you know what I mean? We're like, okay, we have to trudge through this mess, right? And get to where we're going. Because we know there's a prize at the end. This is the final book, you know, and whatever. We could we're investing in the journey, but I think maybe how she constructed it, she probably it could have been done better. Like you said, the children could have said Akio Salmon. And they didn't do any of that. I mean, Harry called a broom from Inside a Castle, and he just figured out oh, with a stream there. I can't get something. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of thing. <laughs> you know, so, so there were certain kind of... A, there were certain things that were just, like... Like, when they were played out, like, you know, the children were just like, oh, I don't know how to do that memory charm. Girl, you just send your trip to your parents to so Australia as different people. Like, would you mean you don't know how to do a memory charm? You know, they were... There was so that many is a tickets. big boo-boo.
2: It right. like really
0: was. And even like when they go into disguise somewhere, like every time they go to disguise themselves, they don't say Mafalga. It's just like, Harry, Ron, bitch, they're looking for you. I mean, who isn't going to turn around for the snake of Harry? Like every Harry, there isn't a single person in the magical world whose name is Harry. They haven't investigated properly. You know what I'm saying? So why are you impersonating someone who is Clearly, someone else, and then call by your name Harry. Like even when they go to Godric Hollow, you would see this so many times. Harry, we shouldn't stay here, girl. <laughs> like stop doing this. How am I anywhere? Are you? I'm just like, oh my god. You're supposed to be in disguise, incognito. People, like yeah, Ooh. be John and Sally. Damn it. Exactly. <laughs> you know. So there are a lot of things that I think sort of like, I mean, that she just didn't. I feel like it could have been she needed someone, and i I don't know if someone works with her, like if she has a um
2: she has a she has two editors she has a british she had a British editor and an American editor
0: no, but but I mean like if not, those are people who are just going to probably i don't know, but they're thinking dollars and cents, right? but I mean, like if she has like a friend or some like a group, a trusted group of people who she can discuss book with the the layout of the book you know what i mean i I don't know i i I just think sometimes writing is a sort of a collaborative effort but at times if i'm trying to think i'm writing something i would discuss it with people to see can this work you know what i mean like play out ideas and Mm -hmm. i don't know if she wrote like sometimes i got the sense that when i'm reading this book seventh book in particular and even book five that she was doing this all on her own she was just like no one talks to me you know what i mean i think i am thinking Mm -hmm. i think this is why I think Book Five. Sometimes I like Book Five because I think she was going someplace with Book Five, but she was really trying to describe how these ideas are dangerous beyond the figure of a Voldemort, and then it turned into just being about Voldemort in the end. You know what I mean? I think someone said, like, "Girl, this is going too dark. This is going too crazy. It's too complex for children. Just deal with the figure, like you know, the, the evil figure." And when this man is dead, yay, all is you know, happiness is restored. And, and we know that doesn't work in real life, right? It doesn't. You right, know? right. The, just just getting rid of the figure, the evil figure, doesn't do anything. You know, like look, we had all that jubilation last week Saturday, and guess what? We're still dealing with the shit. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> so I don't know. I mean that's kind of how I feel, you know, but you know, but it's still it's exciting. It's an exciting book, nonetheless.
3: I'm excited you know? to go to Goddard's Hollow.
0: I know you are. I, I like too. this
3: part. I like this part a lot. I,
2: I like. Well, I, I actually like the lead up to it when they when she discovers the mark. Yeah. When she discovers the 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 mark and um, and then then you realize that the story has two. Two um storylines that have to converge, right? Right. Because so, we yeah. still don't
3: even know what the title of the book means. We don't
1: exactly. know what the title <laughs> of the
0: book means.
1: Yeah. But we we're like, what the we, hell is this?
0: But we can't right. even get into that because so much crazy shit is happening, right? That's <laughs> you broke right. into the That's ministry, right. Ron has left. Yeah. What does this mean? Mm-hmm. I have a exactly. question to ask you too, and we can we can wrap up for sure, Janina. I promise. Is that when Ron left, what did you think? was going to happen what did you think this mean in that moment uh, The implication for the book
2: I, I thought they were going to be estranged longer than they were um i thought that that Ron, i thought i knew that i felt like they would come back together but i felt like it was going to be at the end i didn't okay. think they were going to find a way to reunite
3: Um, I actually, I don't, I mean, I thought that they would be back together when I'm actually at that part right now in the book where he, um, I just finished that where he just returns Mm -hmm. and it's actually, I think. Quite some time it because I, I remember just I just yesterday I was at the part where he comes back and Hermione's beating on him and
1: mm-hmm. she says,
3: <laughs> you know, for weeks and weeks and I felt like not that much time had passed or. I had always felt that not that much time had passed. And then this go around, I thought, well, maybe it's longer.
0: It's it's definitely Christmas. It's Christmas into the new year, I suspect.
3: But we don't know when he actually leaves. I just, I just remember thinking this time there was, there was a reference to time that I just kind of glossed over before that he was actually gone longer than we really probably thought. Um, I I worried that he wouldn't be able to find them. I didn't worry that he didn't want to come back. When he initially left, I was like, you know what, Ron? Fuck you. You're being selfish (laughs) and you're being a stupid little brat. But then, I mean, you just felt like they have to be together. And I was like, now you you went and you acted like that. Now your ass ain't going to be able to get back. That's where, that's what I thought.
2: Well, I mean, and that, was, and that was the way she wrote it, for you to think that way. Remember, she they, they didn't want to leave the, where they well, were. Well, yeah,
3: because they were because, hiding themselves.
2: Yeah, because they knew that once they did, that Ron wouldn't be able to, they felt that Ron wouldn't be able to find them. So I think that, you know, we were expected to think, oh, once, they, once he goes and they have to move on, how will That's they, it. that was what yeah. I thought, how will they ever get back? Yeah. Um, because we know that it's going to be a whole lot of stuff that's going to get in the way. Yeah. Um, you know, there are going to be other things that are going to be thrown in their path. So him getting back is going to be much more difficult.
3: Mm-hmm. So,
2: yeah, I, that was the way I thought it was going to. But I thought it was going to take even longer than even if it was weeks. I thought it was going to be, you know, even longer than that.
0: Well, Janina, there, there. Are, well, first of all, you should know that this whole story happens within a year, right? Like a school year, which is so. Cl- I thought was a lazy. Um, it's wrapped up. You know, we just missed off. We just missed one year of school, but I guess in many cases, you know, because Voldemort is definitely on the hunt, because we didn't even well, deal with that. How long
3: did you want it to last? Well, I mean, it was
0: the no, no, no. It's
2: been the structure of each book. It's been yeah, every book, book is
0: a year. <laughs> no, but I'm simply saying they broke out of school. And meanwhile, there is something I guess we'd have to discuss next week. It's basically we haven't even discussed um Voldemort journeys. Voldemort is on is on a is on a mission too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah. We sort of like I have to say like so often we ignore Voldemort. <laughs> we like whatever. Which which of because so he's apropos. just like
3: He's just, like, lurking, like, the badass that he is in the background. Well, it's
0: not even that. But but I I think it becomes, like, we would see, like, in the book, really. Like, you know, like, he isn't even that relevant. You know what I mean? Like, let's not give this man... Let's not let him suck up all the oxygen in the room, which he likes to do. You know what I mean? But I I do think, um, for me, I, I thought it would have been different. Because once they had left school, I thought it would have been different. But there is a timeline. It's very I think it's almost it's implied that when they're in the forest is just sometimes in late September. Um, because school because while they were at um Grimmauld Place, school was started. Yeah, they mention,
3: oh, we should be yeah. catching and the I train think, today. Right. right.
0: And I think at some point when Ron leaves, it's closer to December, like Christmas time, and he comes back almost into the new year. And like sometime near spring, because we don't see, um, and they're there, you know, with their little adventure in the springtime, because
3: yeah, it's Easter holiday,
0: right? Because Draco's so, home for Easter, right? So I guess and Luna is taken off of the um train, um, at Christmas, I think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, when she comes back from Christmas holiday or something like that, so. I think that is the timeline, and and I think they get snow, and I think I, I think when they get caught, there is no. Well, reference when they go to Godric's
3: snow. Hollow, they realize it's Christmas Eve. Right. So. Right. Um, so we do have a timeline, and it is yeah. the same and as they, every other they, book. They Stop they talk, complaining right. about that. Before, <laughs> before, they, before they go <laughs> to Godric's
0: Hollow, they talk about how
3: the weather is getting colder and colder. Cold,
2: right.
0: Yeah.
3: Right. So no,
2: and and what, they didn't I think plan they for snow, people, and
3: here. then they hear the Christmas carols and. It's clearly a celebration of Christmas Eve, you know, service at church that night. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we are given a timeline. Um, and as we talk about it, I think Ron was gone maybe for some months.
0: Yeah, I think like, um, well, he couldn't come maybe back. Like, do
3: yeah, well, yeah,
0: <laughs> because I, I think when know, he comes we'll back, see. it's definitely cold. It's definitely cold when he comes back.
3: Yes, yeah. Yes, uh-huh. These dumbasses are jumping in a frozen lake.
0: Yep. Well, yeah. <laughs> He's gotta go get his boy. Alrighty. Uh, I think next time we can discuss Godric Hollow we can see what Voldemort has been up to. See what's up. Yes. What's up to in Voldy. With old
3: Voldy? <laughs> 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 so okay. This
0: has been exciting as always, you know, we're so amazing. I'm telling you, we should be given the order of Merlin. I mean, I <laughs>
3: agree. Maybe we'll get a. First maybe class. we'll get a earphone award. What's it called? I Am I making that up?
0: Uh, food, uh, <laughs> are you thinking about a Grammy?
3: No, there's stuff for there's a podcast and a audio. Podcast. Yeah, it's real.
0: I just don't know if that's what it's called. Oh.
2: No, I think audio Audi is for audiobooks.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, oh, look at Janina trying to get like awards and, and stuff. You know, yeah, I want to
3: be officially recognized, damn it. <laughs>
0: I agree Nina's trying to get all the flowers She's trying to get all the flowers So thank you very much for listening in Um, It's exciting as always And I look forward to episode number 27 And I know I promised this last time around But you know It's all out of whack But there will be a tennis (laughs) podcast episode (laughs) Out Maybe before this podcast out In fact (laughs) Who knows
3: The rate we're going, I've only got three in the queue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 That's not Janina people. Not, okay,
3: I, yeah, I, we don't I, need I, to discuss I, that. Anyway. Exactly.
0: I'm going to let Janina say that. Now that I'm, I'm not going to say a word. <laughs> so, let's all have a wish to jolly all evening, ladies, and let's say, wish- manage. Managed.